Oh my goodness. I am back. Am I? <laughs> oh yes, I am back. How are you doing? It's been, I don't know how many ages it has been, but I'm glad to be back. How have you been? It's been a long time since my last podcast and it, it seems like, oh, since my life, my identity with Nancy Chamaka is, is on pause. Yes, we'll be on pause, but right now we are back. Okay, I'm so excited. Welcome to another special edition of My Life, My Identity with Nancy Chamaka, aka Dr. Strange, aka Strange, aka Goddess of Photography. I'm always reminding you, I will always keep reminding you of that goddess of photography okay you know my from my last podcast i said i was gonna have a special guest and somebody came to dinner with me today lunch and however whatever meal you've had today all of them together obviously i'm so excited to have her she's an amazing friend she's a colleague she is my world best script writer I so much admire her energy, how much she inspires me, her creativity, her dedication. Even when everything is against her, she still pushed through. And that's why I tell you that the kind of people you have around you will definitely influence you one way or the other. So I'm so happy having her in my life, obviously. Yes. Hope you have somebody you can feel, you know, you can say something about like this because I'm so proud of her. She is my go-go. She's amazing. So, yes. Do you want to hear her name? Hold on. Yeah, I'm going to introduce her soon, very soon. Okay, briefly, remember our last episode, I was talking about depression, what role friends play sometimes when, even when you don't need them. It seems like nobody understands what you're going through and all of that but somehow the role they play is amazing because sometimes you don't even see, you don't see it coming you know and i take it as something really special it is a gift to be honest because for god to make you have friends who on a normal you don't call them to tell them about your problem they just call to check up on you to know how you're doing and if your voice is sounding somehow, they go ahead to ask you, come on, Nancy, share up. Tell me what is that. Even when you say, you know, we are used to the word, I'm fine, I'm okay. <laughs> I'm obviously used to that word. But sometimes it takes somebody who sees beyond you to keep asking, to actually get to know that something is wrong somewhere. And some sometimes we want to hide our problems, our, you know, insufficiency and all of those life challenges we go through but you know somehow our friends get to find out about them and one way or the other contributes to making our life better or helping us get out of that bad mood it's actually a bad mood yeah so welcome once again my life my identity with nancy chamaka and yes let's me break the collar nuts right now with my special guest in the house you're gonna hear her voice and trust me i know sabi speak english she go break your head with english right now 
that's Beijing because I'm from Nigeria. Proud Igbo girl, you know, that kind of thing. So, I have with me here Vivian Odinaka Chi Nicholas, aka The Muse, the finger that types all scripts in the ho- Hollywood, Nollywood, Bollywood. <laughs> <laughs> welcome welcome oh my goodness like with the way you came with the intro i am surprised i'm still talking because my head is about to explode (laughs) (laughs) hi guys i'm elated to be here she's amazing like oh my goodness the best photographer that i know you know bad is in the game you know Uh god is of photography Uh so it's a pleasure being here i i i absolutely cannot tell you how much of an honor it is because the truth is the topic is quite a sensitive one. I'm sure we're going to get into it in a bit. Definitely. It's a sensitive one. It's something that affects um majority of the world's population. And it's, you know, something that I'm glad you're talking about. Because, yeah, yeah at the end of the day, we have to keep talking about it. The talk is not enough, but we Definitely. talk and do the work. Yeah. yeah. So, yeah, again, I'm glad chilling with you guys. I'm excited to be part of the family. So, yeah, here I am. <laughs> A.K.A. Damuse. A.K.A. Damuse. Actually, the thing with my name is, um, it gets a little bit confusing sometimes. Like, mm-hmm. I actually quite get confused. Please, can you let me understand that name? Yeah. I'm yet to actually understand. Yeah, I, 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 apart from these, you know, nickname Damuse, the thing is, um... I do not actually have a middle name. I have two family names and one name. So my name is Odmakachi. That's okay. Jige. Um, my daddy's name, Nicholas. And my family surname, Wongo. Okay. So Odmakachi, Nicholas, Wongo. So Vivian, it's my name informally. Jige. Oh. So, um... My pen, my, my, what do I call it now? My professional name is on Makachingo. So okay. that's just it. But a lot of my friends call me Damuse and uh, the others call me Vivian. So yeah. I think I, I love Damuse. Mm-hmm. Um, it's, you I know, I love well. being amused sometimes. Right? I don't know if it's that what you mean. You exactly, know? Mm-hmm. exactly, exactly. You get that. You know? <laughs> <laughs> I can, I can totally guess you're feeling the way I'm feeling right now mm-hmm. because I am overly excited having <laughs> this beautiful soul with me here. And to be honest, I apologize for this long pause. You mm-hmm. know. Because she's really a busy person. I've been trying. Shots. Funny enough, she just flew into Nigeria <laughs> three days ago. Because me, you know, I respect her a lot because she don't fly with the witchcraft. You know, you know what I mean. You know, crafts. But that's totally fine. We can, you know, deal with it. Oh yeah, definitely. Sure exactly. So let's go down to the topic. You know, it's not something we can overly talk everything about yeah, depression today trust me is so definitely we will talk the little we can doing a quota exactly yeah. because it's elaborate topic and people go through this all the time and nobody seems to understand it and you know it kills a lot of people trust me personally i've experienced it so oh. i want to ask you okay. have you ever been depressed to be honest Ah, have I ever been depressed? Uh, the, the truth is, answering honestly, I would, I would say, I would say yes. I would say yes. 
and um that was that was when i was much younger after my daddy died so i lost my dad quite early and i was a daddy's girl so my dad wow. passed and um i just could not understand life you know without this person who's been a father figure a friend you know who has been a present husband to my mom you know it was, it was just a lot to process and it was actually what what's actually um what's actually tricky about what happened is the fact that it felt like i hoarded the pain when my dad passed i did not grieve instantly like most people do yeah. so it wasn't it was it, it was almost like i was incapable of grieving and then i carried that pain into years i remember being in uni and always being sad yeah the truth is on the outside i felt happy people thought i was a happy person because i was i was always chit-chatting with people you know talking with friends um i've never been the going out going out type you know but yeah i was always uh representing this crew in competitions and all of that but then i would always look for an excuse to lock myself up in my room and cry i listen to songs and i cry i read such stories and i cry and i do this deliberately it's not like you stumble upon something and then you read it and you cry it's just you know it took a lot for me to realize that i was actually having an unhealthy relationship with pain wow. like i was getting comfortable with pain and it was a circle that i needed to break mm. you know yeah which uh eventually happened and oh by the way i used to be suicidal oh my god yeah yeah i used to be really suicidal See, this is the reason yeah. why we need to talk about depression exactly. because it could lead into things we cannot imagine yeah. trust me it yeah. is Yeah. It's really detrimental to yeah. our health. Okay, yeah, that that was I, I didn't know this. Mm-hmm. Thanks for yeah. sharing that. That's and, um, it's all yeah. good. How did you come out of it actually? Because, you know, we want to talk about depression. We still okay. want to talk about how we were able to come out because okay. definitely some people do survive definitely. it while some don't. don't yeah. But I believe you did and mm-hmm. that was why I was able to meet mm-hmm. you, you know? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I did. Like um most of my teenagers, I was really really suicidal like I think the only thing that kept me away from actually doing it because I can't actually remember attempting it but I always had the thought and then I remember my mom and my siblings and I didn't want to be this selfish person yeah. you know even I want I wanted to die but I wanted to be remembered in a certain way mm. yeah and then I also thought about the pain I would be causing those who would you know be left behind and I just decided to just power through life you know But then when I got into uni and then started you know going for lectures and what not I think around around my final year in school like I said I discovered that I'm always looking for or was rather looking for reasons excuses to be unhappy hmm. like I was craving sadness wow So one thing that really helped me to answer your question is being more self-aware. You, you know, you can't solve a problem you don't know about. Exactly. So the key thing is discovering, knowing that oh, I actually I'm depressed or mm. I have it, it can be a lot of things. I I was I was having panic attacks. Wow. Yeah, I had I, I was socially awkward. I say I think I say I'm a little bit. <laughs> yeah, I have social anxiety. 
I became apprehensive. Like I would literally jump off from my sleep for no reason at all. Yeah, wow. it, it was it was that bad. But then being more self-aware, recognizing that oh, there is a problem. You're yet to get over your daddy's death, and you should get over it because he's gone, and you're here, and you need to survive. If, if you still have breath in your lungs, mm-hmm. you actually need to stop just existing but living. So. I decided to first thing I did was to put a check on the kind of songs I was listening Listen to. to. Exactly. So I I made some some changes, like listening to happier songs, wow. you know. Um I, I just I just mostly start looking at the bright side of so life. Like, Do you yeah. get? To I get motivation. Thank you, thank you. And then I threw myself into my art. Like I write, so I, mm. I was writing more poetry. I was trying to write happier poetry, mm. you know, happier poems. And then I, um, I became closer to my mom. When my dad was alive, I was closer to my dad. Yeah. And after my dad passed. It felt like there was a disconnection between I and my mom. I mean, we were cool, but then that's just all, yeah. all it was. Yeah. But then I became closer to my mom and she became like my best friend. So that also helped me to like get over the death of the other parent. Yeah. I, I got closer to my siblings and like um, I'm, I'm one of those people that would, that would say something like, oh, family's everything. Wow. You know? Yeah. Wow. So I think get, get getting closer to my family really did a lot for my mental health. And again, I discovered God for myself. Oh my goodness. Yeah. That's yeah. the ultimate mm-hmm, point. Mm-hmm. Trust me. Exactly. I'm a Christian, a proud one. But firstly, I was a Christian, uh, not by choice. I mean, I was born into a Christian home. Exactly. The norm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. For most of us mm-hmm. here in the East. Mm-hmm. Yeah, of Nigeria. So I was born into a Christian home. So I wasn't Christian by choice. It was just a thing I grew up no. knowing. And somewhere along the line in uni, I remember one year I didn't go to church for a whole year. Okay. Yeah, I was that. There was that disconnect. Like, I was. I, I don't think I was even praying or anything. I was. I was angry at some point mm. at God. Wow. I was like, why would you take my dad? You know that that, <laughs> that anger. You know, a lot of questions. Yeah, a lot of questions. And when I when I started thinking more. I don't know, when I became more intentional about my life and more self-aware and say thinking deeply about my life, I realized that everything actually happens for a reason. Yeah. And you might want to ask, what's the reason? Like, why did you that die? Uh-huh. But the truth is, sometimes you can't see the reason, but there is a reason. There is always. Yes. So I, I, I discovered God for myself and I attached myself to something bigger than I am. So the thing is, if you if you're dealing with depression, usually the thing is you're struggling with yourself, you're struggling with your emotions mm-hmm. and all. Mm-hmm. If you attach to something bigger, way bigger than you, it becomes like an anchor. Yeah. Do you get? So it holds you even when you're you know sort of drowning. Uh, that's for me though. I yeah. mean, you should seek medical help if you can afford it. The thing is, therapy is expensive. Ugh. Yeah, very. So if you can, even few people even know that therapy exists uh, or could help yes. you get out of depression, yes. or possibly sharing what is depressing or what you know, exactly. sharing exactly what you're worried about yeah. Yeah. could go a long way exactly. to help. But you know, I think we don't really practice that no, 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 because we one, we're afraid of being judged. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. We're afraid of somebody telling telling another person about your story yeah. or about whatever yeah. that's gone wrong. Yeah, you know. 
all of those things. Exactly. These are a lot of factors that exactly. could, you know, exactly. linger. Exactly. So that's oh my god, <sighs> I'm so happy, and I know you guys are picking a lot on this topic, and it's something so dear to me. I really want to delve into more and more because I believe I'm a young girl. And I believe a lot of young people are going through a lot of depression. One thing or the other, they can't talk about it because one, you're being, you're feeling like you're going to be judged. You're, you're feeling like a lot of things is involved here. But, you know, knowing that you can always share whatever it is with people you could trust, even though the, there's no 100% trust, but, you know, sharing it could go a long way to helping you come out of it. Now, basically i i know i understand and know or i felt the help of friends okay the roles of friends in okay. helping you out of depression no matter what like okay. your friends okay i don't know if there are best friends okay. or whatever but friends true friends okay. indeed okay because i remember the last time i was depressed you were one of the persons that okay. reached out yeah. to me and yeah. um, you know you know me as a, a strong person mm. you know mm. things hardly break us mm. you know you know mm-hmm. what i mean mm-hmm. <laughs> but all the same <laughs> okay. it gets to that point where you yourself you you don't know what to do exactly even the strongest person on earth sometimes gets weak that you're confused you don't even what you don't know what to do next so sometimes a friend sharing you up a friend Mm. asking more deeper questions than usual could go a long long way way. you know just to get you out Mm. because sometimes when we are in that stage of depression i don't know what stage it is because the the expertise in this my there are stages of of depression i guess so knowing a certain stage of depression we don't see light anywhere we see darkness obviously and that's where suicidal talk could Mm -hmm. come in Mm -hmm. or you Mm -hmm. doing taking up the worst thing should happen Mm -hmm. you giving Mm -hmm. up entirely so did any friend did you did you have anyone reach out to you like play the path in you outside your family okay now i'm talking about friends right now family amazing i cannot overemphasize that okay so friends do they have did your friends have any role played any role in helping you because that's where i'm really interested in okay the thing is um how do i put it the thing is i depression shows up in different ways mm-hmm. for some people it's 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 um it's a reclusive thing you sort of fold into yourself mm. and um you become more reserved than you normally would be, be yeah. yes and then you don't talk as much to your friends as you would talk yeah. you know uh, that's the thing but for some others it's actually a very vivacious facade and then a very reserved um or withdrawn i don't know withdrawn uh personality on the inside like you're you're happy on the outside but you're very unhappy on the inside and if that's the case it's very difficult for your friends to dictate that there's something deeper going on with you my problem then still is is that um i'm working on it by the way my problem is that I find it 
very i do not like pity parties chicken hmm. i do not want to be the center of your pity <laughs> i don't want to be at the receiving end of yeah. that okay yeah. i i get you emphasizing but not a lot of people know how to emphasize hmm. it's either people lines insensitive or they are pitying you and i don't like that jiga so if you're known to be the strong person people do not know that no one is one thing and one thing only it's true there are days when you're strong there are other days when you're weak and that's okay and when people see you as a strong person it becomes difficult for you to show up as weak <sighs> exactly jiga because that's the point exactly so the thing is i wouldn't say that friends didn't play a role but i can't i can't i can't say oh i was in this stage it was a continuous thing this thing wasn't that ran ran into years oh. six seven years jigger so i always had friends in my life but i dropped the whole best friend best friend thing <laughs> in secondary school junior secondary so in uni was just yeah i had people around me but i was dealing with the stuff i was dealing with inside of me like even family i kept that away from them nobody knew i was suicidal mm. it was just a case of oh you have fun you you smile i've always been reserved kind of so it's very difficult for people to detect you're going through stuff like yeah. that yeah. yeah so yeah but yeah. well, friends friends are unmatched mm. like you can't replace true friends very true you know you can't so yeah I definitely see their role, but in my case, I think, I think God, yeah, God, yeah, obviously it was God. Mm-hmm. Trust me, mm-hmm. because see, for for the depression to lead in two years, it's been, yeah. it's, it must be a tough one. Yeah. Trust me, because yeah. losing a loved one, yeah, is something. You know, I don't think if you if you've never lost anyone, I don't think you understand what we're exactly. talking about. Trust me, it's not a good place to be. But thank God. Thank we God. are where we are today. We don't look like what we've been through. Oh <laughs> Yeah. So it's it's been amazing. Thank you so much for sharing this, you know, special part Pleasure of you. Is mine. Like I'm so happy being here. Yeah. So, yeah. And uh, I wanted to say something in line with the last okay, thing you said, okay. you know. There's this there's this thing between compassion, empathy, and sympathy. Mm. In mm. fact, I was scanning through my phone and I saw something on a friend's status, mm-hmm. and it really, really got at me. Actually, compassion is what we need in the world of today. Mm. Than empathy and sympathy. Okay. You know, empathy must will be like, oh, I feel your pain. Okay. You understand. Okay. But sympathy is like, oh, so sorry. Mm-hmm. You know, it's okay. But then compassion goes beyond these two things. Okay. Compassion will like, oh, I feel your pain. Okay. Do whatever I can to, to help you, you out. out. Okay, that makes sense. You know. Yeah. So it really got me thinking because okay. I think a lot of people have empathy, sympathy, but nobody like has compassion. gotten to that point of showing compassion. Actually, there's one lady I appreciate so much, Deborah Frock. Okay. She was one that really got me into thinking into this aspect of compassion thinking okay. because she, I think she was one of the speakers, TEDx speakers okay. here in Nigeria, TEDx Bissala Road, 2019. That was the first time I met her. She okay. came all the way from US to come okay. tell us about. She, she's the mother of compassion. 
she told us that when she started people think you know she was crazy that why are you too, why are you being too nice why are you going out of your way to help people you know you okay to pity people mm, and just, just like you said moving. no come on you don't have to keep pitying people how long it's not gonna help anything it's not sustainable no it's not it rather really get things well because if i share my problem with you and you cannot do anything in your power to help me out I'm not telling you to solve all my problem, but mm. you know, one way or the other, we could show compassion. Yeah. We could see compassion work effectively and the world would definitely be a better place. Definitely. And trust me, it was amazing listening mm. to her. She blew my mind. Mm. I was a photographer, but God, I knew I was, in short, I gained more than the people mm. who attended mm. that TEDx mm. that year. Mm. And it was really amazing. So I think we need compassion more right yeah, now I, trust I totally me agree. i totally agree we do we okay. do because the world the vision the vision is becoming outrageous right now so we need to be together more Definitely. show compassion be willing to help each other mm-hmm. work when someone shares their bad time hurting feelings depression heartbreaks depending on whatever it is why don't we try and be compassionate mm-hmm. instead of you know just you know just yeah, take, waving it all out you know it's really amazing it's it's going to help and help us well yeah to be united yeah, and to I save agree. a lot of people from you know emotional breakdown all I the agree. time so yes oh, <laughs> i hope you you gain a lot in this podcast and um trust me i am the most excited like I've been waiting all my life for this oh podcast <laughs> and finally it's here. I am so, so, so grateful to God for this to happen. It's an amazing time and yeah. I am so, so happy. So, yes, it's, it's a wrap, you mm-hmm. know, almost a wrap. So, right now we're going to go because... <laughs> <laughs> You know, we're too busy bees. Oh my god, very busy. <laughs> you know, busy, busy bees. And busy I believe bees. you too. Oh my god. You're busy. So just keep doing what you're doing. That little thing you're doing, that hustle, whatever it is you're doing, be positive. Think and just keep trying. No matter the hold back, no matter the the struggle, just keep trying. You heard me. Keep trying. <laughs> And we will come back with another amazing episode on my my life, my dance with Nancy Chamaka. Here we go. Mm-hmm. Bye-bye. Bye bye. Ciao ciao. See ya.